Welcome to the Man Cave, the only podcast hosted by two best friends with nothing in common except their names. I'm Mandy Kaplan. I'm Mandy Fabian. And every week we test the limits of our friendship by arguing over movies and books and, you know, our latest hip trends and, of course, Mandy's super dumb ideas. Grab a couch. Let's get to it. I have to issue a public apology. Oh, good. Uh, uh, yes. Our lawyers have stepped in and said to our listener, <laughs> Carrie Jill Garbish. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, we are both <laughs> listeners. Deeply, that's funny deeply because sorry. her name is Garbus. So I can't wait to see where this goes. Well, Mandy Fabian and I are both deeply sorry <laughs> that we have been mispronouncing the word swag. I am so sorry. Thank you. Miss Garbish informed me <laughs> that it's that stands for stuff we all get, which I never knew. Never knew and that. And the two dumb Mandys have been saying swag and it has really upset her. Yeah. Well, and she has and she has commented a couple of times and we have not fixed the problem, so I'm here Miss Garbish to tell you that we will write that wrong today. Yeah, Miss Garbish, I did not know this was happening by the way. And let me just say, not to throw you under the bush, but I did not, I thought swag was like a true story thing. I knew it was swag. So, you know, I didn't oh. know it was stuff we all get, but I knew it was swag. And I thought- You thought it was a true story true thing. True story. Yeah. I just thought, I was like, yeah. I was just following your your lead. Uh, so I'm not to blame here is what I'm saying. Well. I'm still the smart Mandy. Or at least this week. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, we'll do it for the now whole episode. Now that I've gotten that out of the way. Oh. You know who's not been offering apologies? No. Is one Erica Jane. Oh. I need to update you as episode <laughs> okay. four of the the reunion okay. aired. I want, it, I want you to know my fire for the housewives may have gone to the wayside since you forced me to watch it. Um, but go mm. ahead and, and why not, right? Why not? Tell um, me. I'm going to try and rekindle that flame if I can, because first of all, this is just a total brag. No reason. But uh, my husband, Jeremy, listened to that episode and said, you sounded just like Dorit. (laughs) And that made me so happy when I did my Dorit impression. Let me finish, Garcelle. Okay. So, but this, so in episode four of the reunion, uh, they basically start to really prod Erica Jane. And now you know the the real story behind her drama. So this will make more sense right. to you. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they were saying, we don't feel like you're really mad at Tom. We don't feel like you're really sorry. What did you say to Tom? Have you talked to Tom? <laughs> and she actually bursts into tears, which she's been doing a lot lately, and says, yes, I spoke to him. And I said, how could you do this to me? <laughs> right? That's the best nothing, thing I've ever heard. <gasps> nothing about the victims. Nothing about, you know, it was, you left me in a bad financial situation. You left me to make, well, you know, pick up the pieces. Mandy, you know, it was, after... After listening to her, you know, you you informed me that she had a music career. And after listening to some of her songs, you know, I got to say, she's right. I mean, she could yeah. have had a real career if it were not for this scandal. 
that Take My Pussy Around or whatever her song was, was great. <laughs> I mean, really primo stuff. And, you know, he declassed her. He, he took all the class out of her, you know? Absolutely. Is that a word, declassed? Anyway, he did it. So he declassified her. Yeah. What a monster. Yeah. I Poor yeah. thing. Poor Erica. I'm so sorry to hear it. Like the idea, oh like when she started crying, I was like, oh, God, she's finally going to say he hurt so many people. He ruined so many lives. But no, <laughs> no. Nope. Oh, that classic is classic housewives. I love it. I love it. There they are. That's fantastic. So what have you been up to? I already <sighs> divulged. I've been watching housewives. <laughs> um, I've been way classier than that. Um, of course. I don't want to drop names or anything, but like my husband, Patrick Fabian on the show, Better Call Saul. Um, uh, anyway, he won an award, like a little alumni award from Penn State uh, University. So if you guys don't Hello. know that, that's, that's a university in the state of Pennsylvania. And we went there and I got to tell you, it was very delightful. I got to be Michelle Obama watching my husband mm-hmm. smile and shake hands. And I got to stand there mm-hmm. in my, um, you know, jeans because i'm not gonna mm-hmm. i mean it's it is still pennsylvania central pennsylvania it, i was gonna say it's, yeah i didn't dress like yeah. michelle obama you know but i no, yeah um but it was great like the temperature went below 70 for like a lot of it and um you know i don't <laughs> get that because i'm from los angeles i've been living in los angeles for so long so it was it was lovely and sure. let me just give a little shout out to the penn state it's called the berkey creamery and that is the best goddamn ice cream i've ever had in my goddamn life and are you an ice cream person? Because let's see if we can't get a case delivered. Oh, yeah, I, I would love, love a sponsorship. Let me tell you, there. I literally had ice cream every day and sometimes twice a day. That's how good it was. We got back to the hotel at like okay. nine o'clock at night, and I was like, "That creamery doesn't close until 10. And we walked all the way across campus to go get Paterno peaches, which pe- peachy Paterno, which it's not so great, you know, knowing the whole Paterno story, uh, which I found out. Patrick animatedly told me while we were sitting at the creamery about the whole Wait, scandal. Wait, who's Paterno? Was he involved in Sandusky? <laughs> are you are you kidding? Oh, you're not kidding. No, who's Paterno? Oh, yeah, yeah. So Paterno was the head coach. Sandusky was, I think, the defensive coordinator or something like that. How do you like me now? Okay. It's this term, isn't yeah. it? So anyway, yeah. So Paterno did not, wasn't directly involved, except that he was helped. He knew about it and didn't didn't act. Right. Like the president of the university, who I think is still doing time or was at least fired. Somebody, Sandusky's oh. still doing time. I know that. But I don't know if the president of the mm-hmm. university is fired. Anyway, real interesting stuff. Very juicy <laughs> scandals. Real scandals. Kind of like uh, Erica Jane. So, yeah, that was my yeah. that was my dirty little trip to Pennsylvania. Did you bring the kids? No, 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 no. They stayed okay. here. Yeah. They have soccer games, right. you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, they have their own lives. Oh, and another scandal. Um, Abby's mm. team lost, like, for the first time. So, big weekend oh, in sports scandals. I felt the ripples. Yeah. Up here where I live. It's going to be okay. But we we the, got practice The today. ripples we're of gonna, shame. <laughs> yeah, we're going to work it out. <laughs> I saw ripples of shame open for the spin doctors my freshman year of college. <laughs> it's the best concert. Sometimes you say things and I get so mad that they're not true. Because that's brilliant. Like, I would like to be in the band Ripples of Shame, and I hope you will join me. Let's make a pact, because, you know, I'm not lying for a year, right? Let's make a pact that if in six months, you know, you're not, like, running your fancy TV show, that we're going to pivot, and we're going to start a band called Ripples of Shame Mm -hmm. and commit full-time. Like, 
You got it. Along with the man cave, obviously, because we don't want to disappoint Miss Jarbish. Who, of course, will start her own rival band called Nipples of Shame, if I know anything about her. <laughs> we watched something pretty classy for us. Uh, I felt it was it was definitely highfalutin, which I heard was actually the original working title. <laughs> Makes good sense. Yeah, we, we watched, watched Made, Made. Mm-hmm. on Netflix, created by I want to give her a real shout out, Molly Smith Meltzer. Mm-hmm. She's the I assume showrunner, writer, creator. Yeah. Yep, starring Margaret Qualley or Qualley. I don't know how to say her I name. Think it's Qualley. I'm just going with Qualley, but I don't honestly know. All right, mm-hmm. and Andy McDowell. Mm-hmm. I love her. I loved seeing her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. uh, uh, it was surprisingly like I did not expect to like it necessarily because I read the book. Right. But I stopped reading the book. I stopped reading the book because I disliked it so much. And that's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, it was well, it was pretty bleak. But also in the beginning of the book, can I just jump in? In the beginning yes. of the book, she has this boyfriend who, and they're super young, and she's like, I want to have a baby. I don't remember exactly, so I'm paraphrasing here, but she's sort of like, <laughs> I want to have a baby. And he's like, there's no way ever in hell I ever want to have a baby with you. And she's like, oops, I'm pregnant. And she sort of mm-hmm. like has sex with him anyway and like does, and goes off birth control and kind of doesn't tell him, right? So she has this yep. baby against his will. This is from the book, not from the show. Classic move, by the way. Yeah, I got two that, that is- way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Patrick had no idea what hit him. It was great. Um, yeah. Oh, so you're still operating under the guise that Patrick is their dad. Okay, carry on. I just want to clarify. Someday he's going to listen to this podcast, Mandy, and I I don't ever want him to know the truth. Okay. Um, but anyway, okay. so in the so in the book, I was a little bit like, so anyway, then he started to have these rage issues. He didn't treat her so nice because she's asking him for like, well, mm-hmm. now we have a baby and now you have to give me money and we have to raise this baby. And he was like kind of icky about it. And I don't remember, maybe he mm-hmm. got pissy and was drunk and angry and rageful and scared her, which is never, ever, ever acceptable. Mm-hmm. But I was a little bit mm-hmm. like, well, you, you, you sort of ruined his life. You, you sort of got yourself pregnant right. and and didn't tell him you were going to do it. And like now he's a father and he never wanted mm-hmm. to be a father. And and uh, that right. I thought I would I would hate you, too. I would never raise a child with you if you did that to me. Just so you know, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see if that is part of the story. I, right. In flashback, if we learn that she actually did that. No, it, it, it this was be. not that this was whitewashed. Yeah. No, this this was. And by the way, that might have just been my opinion. Somebody else might read that and have a lot more empathy. <laughs> but I was like, oh, you don't just lie about being, you know, you don't just get yourself pregnant and then be like, oopsie, now you have to stay here and raise a baby with me. That's not cool. Uh, but no, in the right. in the TV show, she was very, very, very empathetic, I thought, and really strong and interesting. And I actually oh. really loved the, I loved it. You did? I did. Movie of the week, Lifetime TV. <laughs> oh my God. What? Oh no, you hate. I thought I've you would seen love it before this. with Meredith Baxter and Judith Light. Oh. I've seen it all. Wait, wait, what? Who's the boss to, uh, dealt with these these themes? Of these she did a lot themes? of movies of the week. It just felt very movie of the week, like intentionally pulling at my heartstrings. And <laughs> the, the scene that really, if you had to encapsulate the premise of this pilot. I don't know if this is how it stays, yeah. but she goes to see a social worker at uh, minute 939. Pete, if you could play that scene 
from there. So you're homeless? No. Um, no, I wouldn't say that. So you have a home? Uh, I, 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 I had a home and then we left it. Maddie's dad just, um, he drinks and, uh, he blacks out and punches stuff. This is some kind of fucking fairy tale, Alex! Punches you? No. Punches Maddie? No. No. Just... Last night, um... Last night was different and I got scared. Did you file a police report? No. Do you want to call the cops now? It's not too late. And say what, that he didn't hit me? Well, there's shelters for domestic violence victims, but you need to go on record with your abuse. I'm not abused. Okay. So according to you, you're not abused and you're not homeless. Why are you here? We don't have anywhere to sleep tonight. What about mom? Says here she's local. <laughs> I would rather sleep in my car. Dad? Um, my family's not an option. Are you currently employed? Nope. Since here you went to six different high schools? Yeah, my mom moved around a lot and then eventually I uh, got my GED in 2016. I mean, college, technical schools? I got into college, um, but I, I, I didn't go. Uh, is there anything that you can give me? Any special skills? No. All right, here's the deal. I need two pay stubs in order to get you on the list for subsidized housing, and even then, the wait list is long. In the meantime, there's a mission over at St. Carmel's, and they usually have beds open. I can't take, I can't take Maddie there. Sure you can. Get there early. Where deet? I'm, I'm sorry, is there anything else that you could actually do for us here, please? Honestly, without a job? can't do squat. Okay, um, I just, I can't get a job if I can't afford daycare. Well, we have access to subsidized daycare grants once you have a job. I need a job to prove that I need daycare in order to get a job? What kind of fuckery is that? Thanks, Pete. So, it's this catch-22, right? She's like, were you abused? No. You want me you you want me to wait until he hits me, but you know, yeah, and and I do find that so heartbreaking, yeah, she was in a very unhealthy, scary environment, but it's like, well, it's not enough, right. We can't help you because he didn't actually hit you, which is such a problem with the system, and it really explains how she's just left with nothing, no options, no. No, nothing. I had that exact same part that I wrote down because that's the crux of it, right? It's like she wants yep. to get housing, but she needs a job and she needs pay stubs, but she needs daycare, but she can't get the daycare until she has the job, but she can't get a job without daycare. And there's this whole... Right. Um, and I thought that was really interesting. I mean, it, 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 it definitely is when you read these kind of books and then there was that one by Barbara. Oh gosh, now I'm trying to riff and you know, I'm not good at that. Um, <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll get the, re I'll put the research department on it, but there's the, okay. the there was a book. Tina? On, 
<laughs> Tina, do you want to grab Tina? Oh, we're working with a new intern from Penn State. I forgot. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There's a, a book about a woman trying to live. She was working three jobs minimum wage and trying to live off of that. And she nickel and dimed. Yeah. Yeah. Nickel and dimed. That's a great book. Um, and yeah. it, it kind of reminded me of that. It was, it, I, I even, right. even though when it first started happening, I thought, well, this is a bit much, but I actually was really taken by the use of text. So she would mention something that cost something and then it would come up with a dollar sign. And then as she was, ta- I know you don't like it spelled out. I know you thought that was probably like, <laughs> but I liked it. I, I wrote, it's so funny. I wrote, I hate the, the little uh, price graphics. <laughs> It's first of all, it's very two broke girls, which you know, not a fan. Oh, and I didn't ever watch such it. Such a different tone. That that to me, like she's sitting in this, in this, in this. She's in her hell, and the woman is like, "Well, you you got to do this," and it's like twelve dollars and fifty cents. Bing! It just didn't fit to me, and it it did spell it out too much, and I I thought that seemed like something they added at the end that really will. Well. It didn't spell it out to me because I didn't know she had $12 in her pocket. Like, I knew she was poor, but really, the actual numbers of it, I think, is what nickel and dimed did and is what this kind of thing is. That's the next layer of this. It's not just watch this poor woman Mm -hmm. suffer. It's look what is happening in our system and look how much money people actually have. And what would you do if you had $12 in your pocket? And gas costs money. And you know what I mean? But then at the end of the episode, she buys it. She spends her last dollar on like a dollar store doll. And I was like, see, that's not, those aren't great choices. On Schmeriel. <laughs> I know the kid wanted it, but it didn't feel like the kid wasn't upset that the doll was gone necessarily. I was like, don't, don't spend your last dollar on Schmeriel. Look, we could have, we could host a whole different parenting podcast and I hope someday we do. Well, yeah, the people want to hear from the experts. <laughs> right. But things happen and the little girl drops the car, the doll out of the car window and Alex can't bear to just let her cry. So she stops the car, flips it around on a median and tries to find the doll and and then, you know, gets in trouble with the law and gets into a car accident. And it's wouldn't it have been more prudent and a better lesson for your child to say, sometimes we lose things. It's okay to be upset, (laughs) you know, and not like ruin her life over just like stop crying little one stop crying and i know they're in a in an extenuating circumstance yeah but while we're talking about the little girl oh maddie dreamy you have you have directed little kids yeah i want to know how she is so young she is like three and how did they get her to do these things share your experiences as a director having worked with total hollywood divas <laughs> I've never worked with kids that young. Wait, maybe I have. Yes, you did. Oh, yeah, I guess I have. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, honestly, the way... You've to... exploited both your children at that age. I have. Yeah, that's true. The The way that, um, that I've done that is you just set the kid... You try to set up the scene so that the kid is going to do something they would normally be doing anyway. Like, I don't know how they got that mm. kid to act like she was sleeping without smiling. That was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, but that kid's special. She had a certain, uh, she was very, one of those still quiet, good listener kids. Like ni- neither mm-hmm. of my kids really would ever sit still for that long, <laughs> you know, but you put them in their natural environment 
you know, and then you shoot around that. Like you you get them doing what they need to do naturally and then you build the rest of the scene around that. Like it's almost like that becomes the most important thing in the okay. scene. And then, yeah, I, even when she was right. sitting there at the, at the, um, doing the social worker thing for a second, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. is that a fake head? Because that kid is no way sitting in right. her lap while they're getting all that coverage. And it could have been actually. But when they did the wide shot, she it was... It could have been, but they also had, they put little headphones on her, yeah. which I thought was so smart yeah. for the character and for the director. That's you know, a brilliant... She could watch SpongeBob or whatever. Yeah. 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 I mean, and probably if you went back um, and broke it down, you would see most of the time... They they just did her for little bits of time so she doesn't get tired and whiny and cranky and say no, you know, but you just kind of mm-hmm. you kind of just have to put them right in their natural environment and cross your fingers. I've also worked with dogs, I think twice. Oh, it's a nightmare. Same deal, right? Yeah. You I wrote and treats. Yeah. 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 Treats. But even that could distract them. Honestly, Do you use that little clicky thing with kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know well, that little clicky thing at the audition. So I, when they say the line right, you click, click, and they know they're going to get a treat. Yeah, and I, I at the auditions, I always make sure that they can jump through hoops and get up on the, you know, like we we do the obstacle mm-hmm. course with the kids, so we know that they're, yep, uh, flexible, trainable. Yeah. Make them lick your face. Yeah, yeah, all of that. Yeah, definitely, especially the hot seventeen-year-old yep. ones that we fall in love with. Right. I don't know what you're talking about. What I went I went pedophile I shouldn't have I shouldn't have done that that was a that was a joke no, about you being a good. pedophile it's all good so if people haven't heard the podcast before now you should know that Mandy has a bit of a problem <laughs> yeah. with falling in love with young boys it's nothing it's okay so back to Maid young but legal <laughs> young but legal true and legal. so hot I mean like, like twenty with a movie star no, face and body you fell in love with that one from Moxie who was way too I mean he was actually a child <laughs> Moxie I don't even remember that oh that. Movie you liked with um <laughs> that Amy Poehler directed about the girls' movement. Oh yeah, I did. Oh, he was so hot. He was actually young, oh. was he? Oh, I loved him. Yes, he was. He was a child. Okay, but and he was a goddamn movie star. But go on. <laughs> Obviously, the stakes are extremely high. Her life is on the rocks. Everything is awful, and all I keep thinking is she hasn't brushed her teeth. <laughs> did she do? Where is she going to shower? <laughs> What if she gets her period? This is all I think about when I see, when I read these books and see these movies, it's all I think about. Wow. Hygiene. Yeah. Well, that's... An- Nomadland? Oh, that messed with me. Oh, but yeah. they showed us how she showered a couple times. Like... I know. Right? Where... She, couldn't you smell her? Um, That's funny. It, that never occurred to me. But you know, I'm not a big shower. Certainly not on a daily mm. basis. I don't... I don't... Uh, Cleanliness and hygiene is not like top of my list. So it's not what I'm going to think of. What I was wondering is Mm -hmm. with $12 in her pocket, how did she get that perfect lip tint? Like her lips looked so beautiful Ah. and colored perfectly Mm -hmm. the whole time. Mm -hmm. And I was pretty jealous of that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have money, like a a ton of money. And I don't have lip tint (laughs) like that. (laughs) Well, speaking of a ton of money... Speaking, wait, speaking of a ton of money, the lady in the house, the fancy, yeah. beautiful house on Fisher Island. Is that a real place? I don't know. Oh, we'll have to uh, research. Fisher Island? I don't know. Research. Uh, Tina, could you? Uh, Tina? Oh, you know what? She looked. And yes, it is in Florida, I guess. This looks like it's a real place in Florida. Oh, I thought this was the Pacific Northwest. Uh, well, there's a Fisher Island in that way? Florida. Maybe there's also one in the Pacific Northwest. It did feel more Pacific Northwest because she was driving a Subaru. And that definitely, that just screams, <laughs> that screams Oregon to me. Um, but the lady, the rich lady in the house was such a dick to her. And it was so funny because I was like, 
oh, when I have that much money, can I be that much of a dick? Like, is that like, that's cool. You know, you mean you haven't started yet? Because I feel (laughs) I feel like you've been one. Uh, No, no. Um, Like, I'll still help you with dishes when I come over, but there will be a time. I've already started to taper that off. But okay, Yeah. Uh, So do you know who that actress is? Oh, yeah. Margaret. Well, I didn't know until I looked her up, to be honest. No, the the client, the the rich lady on Fisher Island. Oh, no, I don't. Anika Nani Rose, Princess Tiana from Princess and the Frog. <gasps> what? Boom. Oh my God, she's yes, a celebrity. Broadway star, Anika Nani Rose. So, but my thing is that she is so one note. And uh lovely Alex gets a in this. Yes. It get, <laughs> yes, not in general. Um <laughs> Lovely Alex gets a job working as a maid and she has to schlep her Dyson from her car to the house and she schleps that Dyson everywhere. They're on wheels. So who who wrote that? They're on wheels. I have a Dyson. They're on wheels and they're very heavy. So she gets to the client's house and it's this rich, beautiful house and the client walks in at 2246. Pete, please play it. No phones. You're a half hour late. I'm sorry. I'm a half hour late. I know. I, I didn't have any signal and I missed my turn. I'm sorry about that. We'll just have to reschedule. Oh, I can be done by four, ma'am. I'm fast. And I'm good. I'd really rather you just come back another time than do a shoddy job and throw a bunch of cleaning products around. I understand. I won't disappoint you. We're in NYC this weekend, so everything in the fridge can go so my whole house doesn't smell like kombucha when I get back. Got it? The fridge. Uh, I got it. We compost. The bin is labeled compost. Can you read or should I show you? I can read. Oh, God. Just put him on. I'll talk to him. Tell him those terms are bullshit. She's so like an evil villain from a cartoon. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. No, you might as well reschedule. No phones, please. Blah, 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 blah. And it's so, it's like no one would really act that way. But actually, yeah, they would. Somebody might. I, I, there, she's clearly upset about something. Her husband wants her to stage the baby, stage the room as a baby's room. Like she had something going on. And I will say, no, I can tell you, uh, like sometimes those super rich people get real. They can actually be that horrible. I I actually, I've heard tell, I, I happen to know some people who have a little bit of money and you can't believe the stories of people who have expectations of how they should be serviced. It's crazy. So next week when we record, I'm going to get you drunk and make you tell all those stories and you have to name names. (laughs) That's the deal. I don't know the names of the people who did it. I just know that they're rich and they say horrible things without a tinge of irony. I don't want to believe that. I hope the character... I'm intrigued to know what she's going through that made her that way. Yes, I I am too. After she said the thing about you know, the room being staged and her husband wanting her to do this. And you got a sense that they were unhappy. I wanted to know why they were unhappy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, See, there's it's two very notes Karen right there. Walker from Will and Grace. Karen <laughs> Walker had a baby room that what that. Yeah, it's no spoilers. 
I they also have a device in there where she imagines something and then snaps out of it and we realize it didn't happen. And yep. I found it very unclear a couple of times. Like, did she eat everything in the fridge of the mm-hmm. of the rich lady's house? No, she definitely did not. Okay. And then when she gets into her accident, we see Sean's Jeep arriving and he gets out of the car yelling at her. And then uh, that confused me because I thought he was there. And uh, so I'm not a fan of that. Like she goes off in her own little dream scenario thing. It reminds me of like dream on. (laughs) Well, that's interesting. Uh, That's interesting because I now that I think about it, I was going to say, oh, well, what felt confusing is sometimes it felt like it was a a fantasy in the moment. And then sometimes it felt like it was a dream or flashback, a flashback, right? When she's having all yes. those gorgeous yeah. shots of her with her family on the beach. But right. like, so some mm-hmm. of them were fantasy in the moment things and some weren't. So maybe that was confusing, but I wasn't confused by any of them. Um, I'm very savvy when it comes to cinema. So it's not fair sure. to compare our experience at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get everything, but um, yes, I found it jarring when she started eating this stuff, but I also wouldn't have blamed her. You know, I was I was dying watching her throw all that I food know. away. I was dying. I know. Did that get you at all? That broke my heart because she could easily yeah. have put some of it in her pockets. But she didn't want to get caught. I know. There were some things like that that make me, that I felt like really pointed up, not just the, the inequity, you know, of wealth, but like that moment where... Can you take an apple that someone's going to put in the garbage? But probably not, right? Because of her job. That that I, that stuff and the scene, is the scene in the office with the whole, you, you have to have daycare to get a job. And like, if her family's right. not an option and she's, you know, hasn't been beaten up. Like, I, I, I have to say, I, I thought that it was, it is attending to the problem in a way that I haven't seen done before. I haven't seen it done almost textbooky, mm-hmm. almost like like that book that I love, Nickel right. and Dimed, that I couldn't remember the <laughs> title. I like the I like the educational aspect of it. You know, this insight into, yeah, this is what it's like if you do not have money and you can't get a job. In talking about it, it's not I didn't dislike it. I just thought it was like a high budget lifetime movie. I enjoy a lifetime movie. So that's not as big of a knock as it might you know, initially sound to be. But she's not uh, as much of a victim, though, right? As the lifetimey people. She she is victimy as they are. I don't know. It's hard to tell. But we have to talk about the actor playing her awful boyfriend, whose name I didn't write down. But, oh. but the actor's name is Nick Robinson, but I didn't write down the boyfriend. But we see him in these rages and he's very scary and very believable. Mm-hmm. And very familiar. Yep. And then I IMDb'd him and realized who he is. Did you ever what? see? And it is. Oh, if you haven't seen it, I'm going to make you watch it. What? Did you ever see Love, Simon? No, but I wanted to. Okay. Oh, I can't it's wait. So good. And it and it was such like to me, it was like the breakfast club. <gasps> but, you know, of of this generation, like for them to watch and feel like, yes, that's going on in my school and it was uh, I love Love Simon and he's the the main actor the uh, lead and he's so charming and good and lovable and sweet and then to see him in this context I was like oh my god he's so talented wow. so Nick Robinson if you're out there we'd like to have you on the show work together and yeah and yeah and live together we'd yeah. like to live with you yeah 
for like a six month period. Nothing's permanent. He's a bit old for me, but I would take him. I wouldn't (laughs) kick him out of bed. I got to say, you and I agree on this because I noticed his performance as really stellar. I was like, that's tough to be that character. And and again, because I knew this backstory from the book, to be this Mm -hmm. guy who's like, okay, it's another drunken boyfriend who has anger issues. Like he could have really done a stereotype. Uh, uh, done the stereotype and I really felt like he was so mm-hmm. interesting to watch and so authentic like I I he was he did great yeah agreed he was very special um I feel like you are unaware that Andy McDowell is Margaret Qualley's mother are you unaware of that I was until I IMDb'd Margaret Qualley and now I know but I did okay. not know when I first saw her I Patrick was like oh she's the girl from Once Upon a time in Hollywood. And I was like, I don't remember her from that, but yes. And then she was Anne Ranking. Oh, yeah. Yes. And she was Anne Ranking yes, in, in the Fosse Burden thing, which mm-hmm. I thought she was brilliant in that. Like mm-hmm. I was when she came in that, I was like, who is this? But I did not know until just recently mm-hmm. that she's Andy McDowell's daughter. Crazy. I knew from people telling me to watch this and, you know, and uh, and people oh. are liking Andy McDowell in this. It's nice to hear her get good reviews. Yeah, I think she was really good. Um, wait, people told you to watch this? Really? Yes, I've heard about this from a lot of people. Really? Yes. That's funny. This is a very trendy, zeitgeisty, water cooler show. Well, it's very popular. I did know that. I only had one friend that told me that he did not enjoy it. Oh, Mm-hmm. He he watched it, but he was like, Ugh. he felt like it was like, oh, something bad is happening to her. Oh, something more bad is happening to her. Oh, okay, yeah. something more bad. And he was a little bit like, we get it. She's suffering. That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah, but this guy's a monster. Like, you can't, you know, you you guys are different in that way. You're less of a monster. I mean that. Depends. That's <laughs> the topic. Uh, um, that, yeah. Are you at all interested in watching more of it? interesting uh kind of i thought it was well done and i liked uh i like her a lot so i'm i'm mm-hmm. i am interested because of the educational aspect of it like this whole look into the life i'm not sure it's super authentic in that way it does feel a bit doctored and this character i as i very often do when i'm reading a book about a character that's making choices that i'm like Ugh, it always gets better but in the beginning, mm-hmm. I have a, I'm a I'm a shitty person. I really I'm actually I'm very empathetic. But when it comes to reading books or movies, I look at the choices a character makes, and I always have a tendency to be like, "Ugh, get it together," which is not right. Can we, Pete? I don't know if you have a way to do this. Can you isolate Mandy <laughs> saying I'm a shitty person, and could I have that as a drop to just play whenever I feel the need? That'd be great. Thanks. I'm a shitty person. I'm a shitty person. I'm a shitty person. I don't feel the need to watch more. I was really like, I get it. Like, it didn't, nothing, there was no cliffhanger to me. It wasn't like, what's going to happen? The only thing that could get me excited, and I'll trust somebody who has watched it before to let me know, like, I had the thought that maybe there was nothing wrong with the chairs at the rich lady's house. And the rich lady was luring her back and going to let her stay there and help her. Oh. And if that's the case, I'd be a little interested. But I, I'll take the bullet and I'll watch the second one. I don't think that's going to happen. That no. seems more like once upon Hollywood. a time. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's more like uh, 
uh, yeah. yeah, fairy tale. I think this is just going to get darker probably but before it gets Tiana. light. But she's Tiana. I know. And how I, does... I, yeah. And I want you to know, like, you should watch her on Broadway because she actually has multiple notes. Oh, oh, I've been dying to say that since you said she was one note and she was a Broadway star. Because get it? When you're singing, you sing multiple notes. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. Thank you. God damn it. Oh, that was good. Pete? I'm a shitty person. Thanks. Okay. Um, so how many man's jobs would you give this? Oh, you know, I give it a clean, uh, I, I give it a three and a half, you know? Yeah. And with a tip. Oh. Well, she's a service woman. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I would give it two and a half. Oh, okay. It really didn't intrigue you at all. I get it. Uh, no, I mean, it was like, it was just okay. And that's out of five. So I feel like that's just okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get right? it. I'm not criticizing you. It's, it's, you know, you should man job as much as you want or as little. Thank you for understanding how man jobs work. I'll try to take the hit. I don't know if um, I'll, I'll have uh, time, but I am. I'm looking okay. forward to getting some tips on how to clean my house because I haven't done that in so long. You know what I mean? You won't <laughs> clean your body, but you'll clean your house. <laughs> Mandy, I'm so sorry, man. I'm sorry. What? I have to take a call. Oh my God, listener! What are you? Li- has- what are you looking at? <laughs> Oh, shit. That's so beautiful. It's the real Mandy's of San Fernando Valley swag that you got from Tee Public. Oh, it sure is. I got a phone case. It is this hot pink. It is spectacular. And we have tons of real Mandy's of San Fernando Valley swag. But we also have Mand Cave swag with our own beautiful faces and inappropriate pictures on it. Yeah. Uh, you can find all of this cool stuff at mandcave.com slash merch. I want holiday I, gifts. Oh God, yes. I'm I am i am gonna I'm gonna rally for some days of the week underpants too with our faces on them. I think that could be pretty cool, right? Okay. No? All right. Well you know uh-huh. to each their own. Uh hey, while we're here, let's let the people, yeah. the kind people know what we're up to and who's doing it with us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Man Cave <laughs> is a production of True Story FM. We have engineering by Pete Wright, music by Ian Post. And if your podcast and- app allows ratings and reviews, please do give us a whole mess of stars and write a really strong review. Like, don't be stingy. It helps us out and it really validates us in ways that our therapists and our husbands won't. And you could pick your favorite Mandy. And Aside from all of that, because you're already listening, you're already on our team, you're leaving your review, you're writing your stars, join us on Discord. It is mancave.com slash Discord. And the community channel is open to everyone. And then if you are a Mancave member, aka Fandy, you can join us in a super secret members only channel. Yeah. That's where Mandy will rat out all the rich people who treat. Oh, I will tell stories that'll make your head spin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you want to know mm-hmm. how you can become one of our fandies uh, officially, well, we're glad you asked. Um, you want, Go on to uh, mandcave.com slash fandy. That's F-A-N-D-Y. And uh, you, that's where you can like get all kinds of cool stuff. There's there's bonus content. There's the access to the, you know, m- for members only Discord channel. And also we give you a special message from the Mandy's on your birthday. And I, I have to say, I think they're really, I think they're exceptional. So you don't want to miss out on that. Join the cool club. We finally get to be the cool club, man. Well, one of us. 
it is time for our game. Yay! Oh, I can't I've called wait. this game Name the Famous Daughter. Oh, we went the other That's way. That's what I've called this game. I've been Googling cleaning Name products Name the Famous all day. Daughter. I thought maybe there was going to be a cleaning theme to the game. Okay. All right. So, famous here's daughter. how it works. I'm going to name a famous woman. Mm-hmm. You name her famous daughter. Yep. Then you can get a bonus point if you answer the following yes or no question. Did they ever appear in a movie together? I'm going to suck at you this. Just say, I'm not going to know any of them. I know. That's why yeah. I did it. Yeah. Okay. You're going to say yes or no. And okay. then you get another bonus point if you can name a movie that they appeared in together. Well, what are my points by? Do I get swag? By winning these points that you speak uh, of? Kisses from me. <laughs> Seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. I think I have 11 of these. I'm So there's a possible 33. I'm guessing okay. you're going to get four. Total. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> did Carol Burnett have a daughter? I think so. Uh, yes, did, by the way, the Carol list. Burnett was an actress in the 40s. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm just doing that for our younger crowd. All right. I'm starting off softball. Here you go. You ready? Yes. Judy Garland. Yes. Oh, Liza Minnelli. Did they ever appear in a movie together? Oh, Christ. Um, uh, it would have been an obvious choice, but I haven't seen it, so no. That is correct. Woo! You're halfway to your four points, to your predicted four <laughs> points. Next up, Debbie yeah. Reynolds. Oh, yes. And Carrie Fisher. Did they ever appear in a movie together? Yes or no? Shit. Did they ever appear in a movie together? Uh, uh, no. No. They did. Uh, it was called These Old Broads. And it was I, a TV movie that Carrie Fisher wrote, which well, I think we have to find. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. I want to see it. I can't believe I missed it. Okay. Okay. I cool. Know. And just to shout out to Postcards from the Edge is a movie about her relationship with her mother and one of my all-time top favorite movies ever. You've seen it, right? I've seen parts. <laughs> okay. It twirled up, I know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you're totally going to watch that movie. But okay. Yeah. Carrie Fisher. Oh, fuck. She's got a daughter. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, hmm. Wait a minute. It's not Isla Fisher, is it? No. No. <laughs> I don't know. Isla. Oh, uh, her is daughter's it name. Oh. Yeah, Isla Fisher. Oh. Her daughter's name is Billy Lord. Billy Lord. Yeah, that sounds familiar, but I don't know. Did they ever appear in a movie together? Oh, is she an actress? Billy Lord? Yeah. Oh, uh, sure. They sure did. What was it called? Oh, come on. That Oh, that's the bonus point. It was called mm-hmm. Stars in Miami. I remember it now. Okay, it was actually called Star Wars, and I thought you were going to get it. But oh! I guess they appeared in one of the Star Wars movies together. It you are was... at four. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for another one? Yeah, yeah. Diana Ross. Diana Ross. Oh, yes. And her daughter, uh, Tracy. Tracy, what's her last name? She was on Blackish. She's the mom. If I can name which, who she is and what she's on, do I get that? Gimme. Do I you have do. to remember? Okay. Yes. Tracy something Ross or Ross something? Yeah. Right? Tracy Ellis Ross. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Yes. yes. Have they ever been in a movie together? Oh, crap. I know she's played a character like her mom in a movie. Uh, yes. Sure. Yes. They've been in a movie together. No, they haven't. No, they have not. Moving on. <laughs> 
All right. <laughs> Blythe Danner. Blythe Danner, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes. Have they been in a movie together? Uh, yes. Can you name that movie? Uh, six Days of Summer. No. Resting on the Coast. No. Uh, fun Times with Fanny. I remember that one. No? I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was Fun Times with Fanny. Good. Good. Okay, uh, thanks. It was Sylvia, which I think is the Sylvia Plath story. Oh, God. You're doing much better than I thought you would. I'm only going to do a couple more, and I'm going to... Okay, here we go. Lisa Bonet. <laughs> oh, uh, Lisa Bonet. Hold on. Doesn't she have that beautiful daughter with... um uh, like the Lenny Kravitz, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, isn't wasn't she on um, Big Little Lies? Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, her name <laughs> is uh, there's a, a, a Jasmine something. Like I, I know who she is. That counts, right? You do. I'm gonna give it to you. Her name is Zoe Kravitz. There we go. Yes, Zoe Kravitz. I love her. And have they ever been in a movie together? Oh. Um, uh, no. You are correct. Oh, can't believe that was lucky. Okay. All right. Diane Ladd. Oh, Diane Ladd. Ah, crimey. I don't know. 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 Cheryl Ladd probably is not the right answer. What the fuck? Not the right answer. Her daughter is Laura Dern. Oh, I was thinking of Diane Lane. I was thinking of Diane Lane. Diane Ladd. Yes, of course her daughter is Laura Dern. And yes, they were in the show. I know. I'm just saying they were in that show Enlightened together on HBO. Yes. And Rambling Rose. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah. Very talented family. Okay. Bruce Dern is Uh, her dad, by the way. Just saying. You are correct. (laughs) No, there's no bonus for just naming other people. Okay. Uh, Okay. Janet Lee. Janet Lee's daughter is Jamie Lee Curtis. Boom. Whoa, with such confidence. Have they ever appeared in a movie together? Uh, no. The answer is yes. Ah. Two of them. What? The Fog and Halloween H2O. No way. Janet way. Lee lived long enough to be an H2O? I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay, right. one more name. Last okay. one. Helene Fox. <laughs> Come on, that's a made-up name. That's not even real. Helene Fox. Uh, uh, okay. Obviously, obviously, it is uh, 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 Emma Stone's mother, obviously. So it is Mandy Kaplan's mother. And I cannot believe you didn't know that. <laughs> oh my God. You never say your mom's <laughs> name, you only say your mom. Well, oh, her name is so Helene Fox. Funny. And that was a trick question. That was you got a trick. Ten points. Oh yeah, but now your mom hates me. Oh God. No, my mom does not listen. We are totally safe. <laughs> ah, well, thank you. Thank you for making me feel smart. Hey, um, because that doesn't happen a lot. So, yeah, you want to hear what you're gonna? You want to? You want to hear what you're gonna watch for me next week? Of course, I do. Yeah. I gotta say, I'm real tempted to make you watch Postcards from the Edge now, but I had something in mind that I think is a little, it's pretty, it's pretty sexy and awesome. And I think it combines both of our passions. So for you, it will feed your, 
It'll feed your football fetish. And for me, it kind of digs into my Ava DuVernay delight. So we're going to watch Colin in black and white on Netflix about the Colin Kaepernick thing. I love Colin Kaepernick. I'm an activist. I mean, you probably don't know this about me, but like... I love social justice stories, so I'm excited to hear. I root for that guy. He's my hero. So Me we're going to watch Colin in black and white. Well, you can't. You, I already took that position. Oh, I love so it. You, no, you have, to, you have to take the opposite position. So the whole no, podcast, I hate you have to talk it. I about... I hate him. Yeah, exactly. You have to say that Colin documentaries is a weirdo. That's yeah. what you have to do. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I, it's a softball, I know, but it's also what I want to watch. So suck It's a it. good choice. Right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. So we'll get All into right. it. I'll see you next week. Love you. I love you.